Malfoy called Hermione something. It must have been really bad because everybody went wild. It was bad, said Ron on hoarsely, emerging over the tabletop, looking pale and sweaty. Malfoy caught her in mudblood, Hagrid. Ron dived out of the side again as fresh wave slugs made their appearance. Hagrid looked outraged. He didn't, he growled at Hermione. He did, she said, but I don't know what it means. I could tell it was really rude, of course. There are some wizards, like Malfoy's family, who think they're better than everyone else because they're what people call pure blood. He gave us a small burp and a single slug fell out of his outstretched hand, threw it into the basin and continued. I mean, the rest of us didn't even make any difference at all. Look at Neville Longbottom. He's pure blood and he can barely stand a cauldron the right way up. And they haven't invented a spell that Hermione can't do, said Hagrid proudly, making Hermione go brilliant shades of magenta. This is a scene from the second Harry Potter book called The Chamber of Secrets. Uh, and... It's, it's probably one of maybe 50 or more, just making up numbers now, but one of way more scenes and times in the Harry Potter series and books that I think point to a culture that goes against everything that J.K. Rowling stands for. Now, my name is Obi, and this is the Obehave podcast, and I'm joined here today by my good friend and pal, Vela Swift, uh, to discuss a, a topic that I know is going to be incredibly divisive, um, and it's going to anger people, and it's, it's hopefully it will generate some debate. And I want to start off on the rip by saying neither of us are in the trans community Neither of us uh, are, can appropriately speak for the trans community and neither of us, I think, and I hope I'm not speaking out of turn for you, Vela, uh, are trying to tell people how to feel. I'm trying, I think for me, what I'm trying to do is show a potential balance between something that is incredibly dear, near and dear to me that I have loved for years and I will want to share with my children one day, but also understand the hurt and hatred that is being directed at this, this particular game. Bella, how are you today, bud? I'm doing well. How are you, Obi? Thanks for having me back. Uh, it's been a minute since we last did, uh, did an episode. Um, yeah. You know, I always enjoy Especially, especially on this topic. So, <laughs> right? Especially on this topic. Yeah, I know. I can't remember the last time we even spoke about stuff like this. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, you're always welcome on the OBHAVE podcast, and it's so good to have you again. Cheers, man. Glad to be um, here. I um I wanted, you know, I really think you you offer some brilliant insights uh into uh the topic at hand. Um, you know, you're a learned individual that <laughs> has been around. But ideally, you know, um, we, you and I in particular off, off, offline have had a lot of kind of deep conversations about this topic and about yeah. about like Hogwarts legacy in general. Mm. I, I feel like those conversations have been spanning for like the better half of like, I mean, the better half, I think about like a couple of years now, actually. Yeah, um, it's, it's, I mean, it initially, initially started off when Hogwarts legacy was kind of announced. I think everyone universally was like, fuck, this is amazing. Look at this. We finally get A, a new Harry Potter game and B, an, a Harry Potter RPG. And I think our only complaint at the time was it wasn't an MMO. 
Yes, because I was incredibly gassed thinking that this is going to be like an MMORPG, but set in uh, Harry Potter land. And yeah. that, and dude, we spoke forever about how cool it was going to be, what house you were going to pick. No, we got to pick the same house, bro. I mean, yeah. like, imagining like what a what PvP would be like, hundred um, percent, if any. Uh, I don't know how PvP would even fit into the Harry Potter universe, but oh, I, I mean, mean it's I'm pretty, pretty sure, pretty easy. Yeah, uh, pretty yeah, easy. You could, you, you could swing. You it. would have Quidditch. You would have Quidditch tournaments. You would have uh, uh, one uh, tournaments. Where what is it? It's like like a duel? one fencing duels. Yeah, yeah. There we go. Um, but um, I was thinking more of like uh, an arena. Kind of thing, and you could absolutely do it. You hundred percent do it. It doesn't even have to be like canon or part of the lore or anything. You could absolutely yeah. like, like Slytherin versus Gryffindor, yada yeah. yada. Was very. Well, I mean, go ahead. Well, I mean, you know, this this is the whole thing, and like we 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 gonna guys, just so you know, we're gonna keep on referring it to as Harry Potter and all that sort of stuff. But understand that this um, entire game is based in the eighteen hundreds, right? Eighteen fifties. Uh, I don't even think. Dumbledore's around yet. He, he's I don't even think he's born. If he is, he's very young. Um, this predates pretty much everything that is on, if you will, in Potter canon, right? The the books, the movies, the plays, uh, even all the way back to um, uh, uh, Fantastic Beasts. So excuse us when we say Harry Potter. Just it's just what we refer to. It's Hogwarts Legacy. It's it's a massive open world single player game RPG that you run through uh, what looks like one of the most incredible wizarding worlds we could ever imagine. It's not a fax called a Xerox. This isn't baby. the problem. Yeah, we go. This isn't the problem. The problem comes down to she who shall not be named, um, <laughs> or um, she who shall be cancelled. J.K. Rowling, the creator and author. Of Harry Potter. Now, for those of you who don't know, I'm pretty sure if you're listening to this, you already know the history and the, the drama and everything surrounding J.K. Rowling. Drama is probably a light word. Um, it, it is she is what we call um, a turf, right? Now, there's two terms you're going to hear a lot in this podcast: turf and uh, GCF. Turf standing for trans exclusionary radical feminists. And GCFs being gender uh, critical feminists. She started out as a GCF and, you know, uh, rec as recent as December of last year, tweeting such fun things as Mary Turfmas. As I said <coughs> from the beginning, I, I can't speak for the trans community. I can only speak as a, a, an ardent Harry Potter fan. And I'm sure anyone who's listened to a few of the podcasts or watched me on stream or seen my videos knows that, um, huh, one, I'm a nerd through and through. Two, uh, reading slash speaking English, no good. Uh, I'm, I get stuck in my own words. So the idea of me reading the books was so far removed. I think before I read Harry Potter, um, the only books... I read was like uh, R.L. Slime and all these kinds of stuff, including yeah, R.L. Stein. R.L. Stein. See, can't even say the name right. <laughs> um, like that sort of stuff, right? And I remember my sister was telling me, and this this is years back, about oh, you gotta watch this, you gotta read this book, Harry Potter, Harry Potter. 
I think it was just by Order of the Phoenix when I finally got into it. Um, and I read, I finally uh, took out from the my local library, uh, Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone. Or for our American audience, uh, the Sorcerer's Stone, because you guys apparently don't know what the fuck a philosopher is. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the stuff? Anyway, we... Um, it took me a month and a half to read this book. It was like, I don't know, 200 and something pages. It really was not a thick book. But it took me over a month and a half, and I was hooked. By the time all of the Phoenix came through, which I think... I stand fully corrected, but I think it was one of the larger books they had. Yeah, it was a thick book. I remember that. She she was a thick girl. Um, It was... It took me just under two weeks to read this book. Like, I was obsessed. Absolutely obsessed. So when they announced, like, the movies were coming out and all this and that, I, I I was really excited. Dive in further into uh the games the culture around it all that sort of stuff it was it was really cool for a boy from south africa i don't want to say a self-proclaimed jock but i definitely played a lot of rugby definitely like you know sports and those kind of like things were more my my speed uh huge star wars marvel fan harry potter just kind of clicked so it, what's amazing is that um, we were both into Harry Potter from like a very young age. Well, from when it came out, you know, that's when we got into it. But you and I came from very different worlds as well. Like uh, you said you were a jock. I was a complete opposite. I was a bookworm. I was a nerd, you know, like uh, I was uh, the loser in class. So uh, this, this, this episode is going to be really interesting because we're going to see how we discovered Harry Potter in our own separate uh, kind of experiences, which is going to be really neat. So when you mentioned the stuff you used to read before Harry Potter, and look, if there's one thing uh, she who should not be named um, has done, well, like well, <laughs> is um, she got an entire generation to read again. Yeah. We're talking about when Cartoon Network was at its prime, like the best yeah. Cartoon Network ever. Oh, 100%, dude. Texas uh, Lab. Yeah. <laughs> gaming was on the rise. Like, land gaming was a thing. You know, people were playing Counter-Strike, World of Warcraft, all these other cool stuff. But she got people to read again. And I'm not talking about it. So when Obi mentioned, when The Philosopher's Stone came out, that was like a manageable book. Like, it's a pretty thin-ish kind of book. Yeah. But when Order of the Phoenix and all came out, like, oh, my God, this looks daunting. But I can't not read it. And I know people who have like blazed through those books, like kids, like in like a matter of a week and stuff. And uh, yeah. you may think kids have like nothing but free time, but no, like <laughs> it's hard. <laughs> they, they go to school like everyone else. And but all they want to do, and sometimes they'll even read in class, like this is how addictive the series was yeah. for children. Yeah. And um, but yeah, you mentioned. You used to read R.L. Stein back then. We're talking Goosebumps. We're talking Fear Street. Yeah. All those classics. I brought a little show and tell thing I wanted to show you guys today. Oh, yeah? In preparation for this episode. Because I recently did a deep clean on our, in our house. And I found a very old book that I was obsessed with. 
Yeah. Um, it's from a series by Enid Blyton. But yeah, here it is. Oh, shit. Secret 7. Secret 7. Come on, folks. Oh, my God, dude. But yeah, Secret 7. I was obsessed with these books as a kid and everything Enid Blyton does. But it says here, and it looks like I've written this with my left hand. Dion, 26th July, 1995. Shit. I, I was booking before booking was cool. <laughs> there we go, dude. Uh, I think I, I think that that time, 1995, so 11 years old, I, I think it was more into like the Hardy Boys and that sort oh, of stuff. No, I read that shit too. Yeah, and, yeah, you know yeah, what? yeah. Very good point you brought up because those books were not then either. They were like big Daniel Steele, yeah, yeah. like... Like, oh, listen, novels. like yeah. I, I remember there was a book about an island and I was like, oh, my mom's like, what are you reading? I was like, something, something Island. It's like, huh? Like Hardy Boys and something Island. I was like, oh, something Island. She's yeah, like, yeah. when the, the word's island. Dude, I was like, no, it's Island. Same She's here. Like, I, I used to think that the word ocean was Okeen. Noise. Yeah. Noise, noise. Yeah. But like, but this is what I mean. We, we learned yeah. from books back yeah. then, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe I should have stuck to reading instead of <laughs> playing rugby. Jesus. Uh, as my wife will, will test and continue to tell me about, you know, the, I, like, I'm, I'm, I'm jealous of people that can read. I mean, I look at, uh, when I say read, I can read. I just, you know, I, I watch, I watch uh, like Athena chew through a book. Like it is nothing. And it's, it's very impressive. In fact, my but, news resolution this year was to get through a book a week. Noise. I've made good that's, on two. That's quite the. Uh, <laughs> that's quite the resolution. Yeah, yeah. I don't think so I you want to read fifty-four books this year, bro. I don't know if I can make four books a month. Like, I don't think it's gonna happen. I'm thinking if yeah. I can, maybe two books a month would be more realistic. Yeah, that or or, <laughs> or just say, hey, I want to read twenty books this year. That way, you give yourself some time off. You know what I mean? Sole member of my own book club. Yeah, that can actually. There we go. There we go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, but coming back to the point, um, the the Harry Potter taught kids how to read again. The, yep. It taught people uh, taught kids how to enjoy reading again. Because yep. I don't know if you've like obviously the bulk of people watching this episode, you've read Harry Potter. You know how much of a page turner it is. It's really yep. extremely hard to put down, and it's also very hard to not get lost in the universe. I personally yep, yep. don't like fantasy books. Like I've read my fair share of them back then, but Harry Potter was just so easy to pick up and read. Like the the, the woman's a wizard, man. Like the, the way it, like a penmanship was, <laughs> it just fucking works. And like yeah, it's no, not just like, as kids; I mean, it's all any fucking age. Everyone got into it. There's uh, you know um, uh, I, I mentioned the movies earlier. I think for a lot of people, depending on how old you are. For a lot of people, their experience with Harry Potter was through the movies, right? Um, anytime you take a book and you 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 turn it into a film, it it is always going to carry some disappointment for a lot of people. I remember in the first two, there was a lot of complaints about, oh, the the castle doesn't look like what I remember, and Harry doesn't look like this, and. And JK came around and she's like, look, I've worked very, very closely with everyone. She was part of the committee that like uh, hired, um, hired Harry, Hermione and, and all the characters, really, uh, the actors who played them. This is my book. This is how I've envisioned people and whatnot. So just kind of get over it. And I was like, you know what? Fair, fair play. Where I had issue in some of the movies was uh, there's a particular scene in 
Order of the Phoenix, Harry and them have a, a centaur that is the defense against the dark arts teacher, right? And they describe his his like classroom as this this magical forest scene, like all these. It was it was absolutely crazy. Like they almost walked through the room of requirements, and it's like this whole new like thing it was it was insane. I was so excited to see this in the film. It never happened. The other thing that annoyed me about that particular one was the end of Order of the Phoenix after uh, Sirius dies. They all go to the train station and they confront the Dursleys, like all the wizards, like the Weasleys, Mad-Eye, all of them. And uh, they basically corner them and say, uh, Harry's our family now. If you don't look after him, you got you got to answer to us. And there was like a really intense scene. And in the movie, it was some like weird speech that they gave on the way to the train station from Hogwarts. I was like, what the fuck is this bullshit? But that's usually the case with like movie adaptations. So from yeah. books, yeah, they're like you know, you'll hear this constant like the book was better. Like yeah, yeah. <laughs> also, is. but then you got to give it wait, to wait. like these directors as well. Like you know, they're trying to yeah. like literally put an entire fucking book in like an hour and a half like it's difficult 100 percent, 100 percent. and please again don't get me wrong i um i have zero like uh one I, I fully understand that process and two like i fully understand anytime you 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 create something from something that's so beloved and and you add it uh adapt it i mean look at the star wars series and stuff like that there's always going to be complaints always people love to bitch and moan because it doesn't fit their sort of sensibilities. I was watching a guy today uh, on TikTok. He was like, you know, uh, I'm feeding these birds and I was calling them crows and everyone got upset with me. So they said, oh, these are ravens. So I said, okay, well, I'm going to start calling them crows, uh, start calling them ravens. And then people started DMing and say, stop calling them ravens, they're crows. So I realized I'm not going to, I'm not going to uh, appeal to absolutely everyone. But what I can do is I can piss off everyone. So look at these chickens I am now feeding. Imagine <laughs> it's just misnomering good. birds, man. Like, <laughs> like people get upset about everything on the internet, and this is, you know, the internet is, is a scary place. And Twitter mm-hmm. is probably the scariest place. Ah, oh, the bird app and itself, yes. The bird app, right? <laughs> you like that segue? That was yeah, that, that was, was planned. Nice. Was planned. <laughs> I enjoyed it. Twitter is the the cesspool of society. Everyone says maybe Reddit, this now is like, listen, Reddit, you can go pretty dark. But in terms of quick, instant access to just like the worst human beings in the world, Twitter is your man. I wouldn't even say worse, um, man. I, th- I feel like the, the rise of Twitter on Reddit yeah. and um, all these websites that bring people together, which initially sounded like an amazing idea, but um, really no one... Uh, prior to like you know the the rise of the internet and stuff um had the power to kind of um have a platform where you could be anybody yeah and say anything you want and then complain that people are like shitting on you like it's i mean look at youtube comments today man like literally the worst part of the internet and i'm not even bringing up 4chan (laughs) yeah yeah we we won't (laughs) you could have the best intentions uh and you may truly believe in your work and mm. holy shit it sounds like i'm defending her now no 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 all right let's no back you're up. not let's back you, up. you 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 know you're not defending it because okay nothing of what she has done is in the best of intentions and she doubled in terms down of her, her, her 
yeah in terms of her statements in terms of her attack on tra trans people uh um in particular uh trans women so we, we're talking about people that have transitioned from men into women that's kind of where turfs and gcfs kind of fit in um if you call it fitting in uh just a comment about the whole like bringing the collective thought and and voice of humanity we're talking about a species that up until very recent in evolution took a hundred something plus years were a people that were uh, were a species and had a have a brain that's used to dealing with a hundred people and making a hundred people happy we're not trying to make eight billion people happy and eight billion people have those voices Great, our brains it. are not are not designed for this and I think most psychologists would turn around and say, yeah, social media is probably the most dangerous thing ever to be created by, by human man culture. And we see, it, we see it across the board. And the reason why I bring up Twitter is because Twitter itself is the main battleground, I think, and I think a lot of us would agree, for this entire debate. Now, let me be very clear. Myself and Vela do not condone anything JK Rowling has said around the trans community her actions towards the trans community and what she continues to do towards the trans community 100%. she is targeting one of the most vulnerable communities in society today um and it's it's disgusting it's immoral and we we don't stand for it what the debate is today is can i as a harry potter fan enjoy hogwarts legacy and stream Hogwarts Legacy and feel okay about that. Now this becomes a complicated thing. And I think there's, 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 there's so many levels to, to this, the statement, if you will, that I've got to be pretty careful on the, the line I want to walk. I know that it is, it is wrong. I, I strongly believe that it's wrong for anybody to tell me, um, hey man, just get over Harry Potter. Like, just get over something that has defined a lot of your life. Just get over the fact that this book brought, that brought me such comfort and solace, this, this world, this universe that was created, has, that defined a lot, of, a lot of my life, that brought me comfort, that um, made me feel okay with, <laughs> with being a nerd. And got you um, reading as well. And reading. Yeah, yeah, 100%. So I just, I, I want to be sure that we all understand that I don't, you know, I, I, don't, I don't want this to be about like, oh, uh, whether, you know, a debate about whether she's right or wrong. But I do want to kind of point out a lot of hypocrisy that is happening in the world today. That hypocrisy, I think, again, amplified by Twitter, amplified by everyone, everyone has an opinion, like they have assholes, and I'm very much aware about the fact that I'm making a podcast about it. So I'm like expressing my own opinion. So yeah, don't have to call me out on it. But you know, it's 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 a hard one, right? Um you brought up Enid Blyton. Um I brought up Ronald Dahl, uh, Roald Dahl, uh well known no to anti Semites. Orson Scott's God, he uh you know, massive homophobe rallied against same sex marriage for for years. Lovecraft. Um, Ernest Hemingway. Yeah. Yep. Uh, HP Lovecraft. <laughs> I mean, Jesus. 
Um, One of the uh, biggest xenophobes. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And then, you know, Nobel Prize winner for literature, uh, Ernest, uh, Ernest Hemingway. Uh, racist, anti-Semite. He won, he won the Nobel Prize in 1954. Like, the guy has all the, the calling cards of just, like, the worst human being in the world. So why are we able to, as a society, separate the art from the artist when it comes to these people and not JK? So I feel like we need to kind of talk about castle culture as a whole as well, because I feel like that is very poignant to this discussion. Um, how did it come about? What it's, what, what's happening right now? And like, it, it's all because everyone has a platform now. Everyone's got a soapbox. And uh, the way cultures and trends come about is when one person says something and everyone rallies behind them, right? So that's what yeah. I believe, like how cancel culture came about. The moment X celebrity does something fucky, um, someone with a following, and also it doesn't really have to be a following. It could be someone with like 150 followers goes up and says, uh, no, you're bad for doing what you did. But another person with 150,000 followers comes in and likes that tweet yeah now we get the ball rolling yep and now we get like uh, some clout behind it some like ammo behind it and uh that's how like we've seen in the past like a lot of people get canceled whether it's of merit or not is like up to the case sure yep. i mean there have been times when a person absolutely should have been canceled like uh jeffrey tambor for example or uh shit uh uh, the person who guardians of the galaxy. What I got his name wrong. Uh, uh, Chris Pratt. Yeah, I mean, in a way, I am for cancel culture because it keeps people in check. Because uh, uh, up until this point, anyone could say anything they want to without any repercussion. Like, oh shit, I'm famous. Yep. I'll say whatever the fuck I want. Yep. Um, so it does keep people in check, and it like it protects like ostracized communities, and I'm all yep. for that. And that's yep. exactly yep. what we're here to talk about as well, specifically. It's yep. a, a very certain, like, ostracized community. Yep. And probably one of the most targeted, um, like, communities today. Yep. I mean, you you just look at the news across the United States, parts of Europe. Um, you know, the, the attack on, on, on the trans community is, is alive and well. Um, I'm not, please, please, again, <laughs> I feel like I have to do this in a lot of the statements. Uh, we are not saying that there aren't other communities that aren't, who aren't being targeted, uh, people of color. There are a lot of communities right now that are being targeted. We, we are, we're specifically focusing on the, tr the, the trans community for this particular podcast. So yeah. we had to open up to all the other, every, everyone else, I think we'd be here for a while. This would be like a 48-hour episode because yeah. uh, in that case, I've got a lot more to say. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yes, yeah, like, like Toby said, we are... Uh, uh, we're going to be talking specifically about um, yep. transphobes and uh, the trans community. Twitter is a cesspool. I think we can all agree on that. Twitter is a cesspool that, you know, uh, often I, re I remember thinking at times oh, it, it was a great way to keep up with, with what was happening in the world. And then you realize eh, maybe it's not because, you know, the news happens so fast and people like react to things so quickly without thinking. So much so that Twitter now, if you, you click on something, it's like, do you want to read this article first? It is one thing to uh, not want to play the game because of the association. It's another thing to vilify and I think target people who want to play the game.
out of pure love of 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 the world and the the, the genre as it is i will be streaming this this game i'm like 95 percent set on doing it i've had to set up uh emergency buttons on my my stream deck for hate raids because apparently that's going to be a thing is that a thing how does that work so like a streamer would so you push a button yeah so so you would see you streaming the game and send their community over to yours to 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 shed on you like yeah pretty much and just spam chats and all that sort of stuff so i've got a button that will immediately switch my stream to emote only and sub only oh um, uh you could also like um approve who raids you or do you get like a yeah. like a little box that pops up if someone's trying to raid you you're gonna say no like um i'm not sure about that i, I should maybe look into it yeah because yeah, i think um, there is something like that to be honest. yeah yeah i think youtube does that i don't think twitch does it oh maybe that's right but, but i'll have i'll have a look but the mere fact that I'm having to do that, that's pretty fucked. Yeah. Like, what a time to be alive. Yeah. You know, uh, like, guys, we're talking about a, a video game here. We are, we are talking about a video game. Again, you know, I could read passage after passage after passage about Harry Potter and, and the, from the world of Harry Potter um, and how uh, it goes so against everything um everything i feel that she currently stands for for those who don't know some of the stuff that uh, she has said you know um one of her her rationale around um uh transgender woman so people who are born male and identify as a female and transition into female uh her rationale is they only do that so they can get access to uh women's bathroom so they can easily rape uh other women okay did she actually say this i yeah. don't mean to i'm not I'm like i'm the last person to fucking defender i'm yeah. not even playing the game but yeah, she did, did she actually say this she did what a yeah, yeah. c word yeah yeah it was and it wasn't a tweet like she she's <clears throat> repeated this this line several times and and the fucked up thing is like if you look at her, everything about her is incredibly left leaning. She's she's pro abortion. She's pro um like pro climate uh so climate she, change. Yeah, so she's uh she's pro choice and she's also an environmentalist. She's an environmentalist, and not a climate change denier. Yeah, um, she has a uh, a rape counseling center that she she set up in Scotland. She's you know, she was the, one of the first billionaires to lose their billionaire status because they had given away so much money. Um, none of that, by any stretch of the imagination, can make up for all the the hatred that she's doing, actively still doing, right? She's still actively playing a role of um, uh, funding organizations that are targeting the trans community and targeting laws and structures in the uk and and abroad um to uh target the 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 trans community um a lot of why i think that is is well she's a white old lady 
and uh i think the old white privilege kicks in and it, and she is a brilliant face for the anti-trans community if if she was uh an old dude or a person of color people would i think just write her off she certainly has a voice like she definitely has a voice she, she has an incredibly large voice and and also she has a not just a voice, man, but like a large demographic of people, multiple yep. demographics, in fact. Yep. You know, during the during the kind of like prep for the for the for this particular podcast, it's the most prep I've ever done for a podcast. I must say, most of the time I just drink whiskey and shoot from the hip and you know hope for the best. I brought a book. Uh, you, Bella, Bella brought show and tell. I don't even have show and tell, right? <laughs> <laughs> now. Uh, I was kind of looking for um, for journalists who are writing about this whole thing to get their perspective, but I was really kind of focused on I want to find trans journalists and especially ones in gaming. And there's there's really kind of two that that come to mind: um, Stacey Henley and uh, uh, Jesse Earl. Yeah. Jesse Earl, who I think has gone into a few public spats with J.K. Rowling on, on Twitter a couple of times. Uh, Stacey Henley, the gamer, uh, the the gamer editor-in-chief um in, in march of 20 uh 13th of march 2022 she wrote an article about should you play hogwarts legacy if you care about your friends all these articles we talk about anything like that i'm going to put in links in the description below uh you can go read the entire article i, I employ you to um kind of goes against my my case by reading these people but i think it's really important jk rowling matters particularly because she is accepted she is the acceptable face for transphobia. A few of her celebrity chums have dis- declared for her in this no- uh, nonsensical, um, nonsensical culture war, but none have come out with half the degree of erroneous and transphobic rhetoric as she has. A great number of middle-class media column- columnists seem to agree with her, and they have a significant platform themselves, but there are a few other major culture figures waiting in the wings to replace Rowling as a transphobia in chief. She is crucial to the movement. And she is. Um, and I think the argument a lot of people are saying by me playing, when I say me, people like myself, me playing <clears throat> Harry Potter is that that money that I'm paying, the $70 or $100 or whatever I pay for the game is, is going to be used to fund anti-trans rhetoric. And uh, here's here's a small counter. What if I give $100 in return to a a trans society, a pro-trans society? Does that not mitigate the the issue? Uh, If we want to get into the the sticky part of it, then you'd also, while streaming it, any money you gain Mm -hmm. from our exposure, you'd have to somehow quantify that into an amount and give that as well. Uh, okay. I, I think yes, but then you're also at a stalemate. Um, at that point, it's two steps forward, two steps back, and some might argue three steps back. Okay. So if I got the game uh, for free and streamed it, you then it, then it's just I, I, like, I, I get I get I get what I, what what I'm trying to get at is is her strength her money because everyone's like a lot of the arguments that be made for about a lot of people is like. Um, well, if if Warner Brothers could could guarantee that 
she was no longer making money from this, I would play this game. I would, uh, I would honestly join you. I would play it too at that point. 100% I would. Yeah. I'm so glad you said that. Because I don't think the strength in this is her making money from the game. No. No, I, 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 don't, I don't think, think so either. No. I don't think and, and, and this is this is why I think it cheapens the argument that everyone like the these people are jumping on this bandwagon Twitter and saying, Well, you mustn't play this game because she's gonna make money and she's gonna go Yeah, but she also it also like raises her platform and her profile. Regardless of whether she makes money from the game or not, whether she makes money from any Harry Potter pops I buy, scarves, wands, all that shit. I don't think that's the strength of what we're worried about here. We're worried about the fact that she still has a large platform. Whether she was poor or a billionaire, she would still have that platform. Now, obviously, as a billionaire or millionaire, she can use that money to, to go against trans communities, but that's going to happen regardless. So am I now just set for life that I can never touch anything Harry Potter? Well, I mean, we spoke about this on a personal level before, just like you and I. Um, I don't think that... Look, this game is not her cash cow. Her, her cash cow has come and it's gone and she's eaten it by now. Like, yep. she's not making much money off. And in fact, any money she makes off of Hogwarts Legacy is a, is a drop in the bucket. Like, there, she's not going to really profit from this. But now we're talking about morals and principles. It's like you said, is she going to use this money to fund organizations or um, already established organizations that are very anti-trans and very uh, exclusionary? Uh, I think that's the crux of the argument here. Like, um, do you feel good? Do you feel right doing mm. this, playing this game? Mm. And I'm going to start playing devil's advocate a bit here. Yeah, um, by all means. Do you feel right playing this game, like you said, knowing that your friends are hurt by it? Like emotionally, physically, like it doesn't matter, but they are, they don't like that you're doing it. Okay. So, Stacey Henley, same article. Wanting to play Hogwarts Legacy, even buying it at the launch and enjoying it does not make you a transphobe. But it is asking you to forget about JK's obvious bigotry and continue to fund her platform and provide her with ongoing cultural relevance in exchange for playing a video game. It doesn't make you a bad person if you make that choice. Just be sure to make it knowingly. Now, if I make it knowingly, I'm buying it despite knowing everything about JK Rowling. And I actively use that same voice that when you come into the stream and you ask me about it or you leave a comment and you ask me about what I think about a tr a trans people and whatnot, and I actively go against what she is saying, is that not doing the same thing? I mean, it is. I if, mean, we've, it's, it's, if we've established that the money is not so much the issue, it's about the, the, the platform that she has, surely having more people who can talk to anti-trans, uh, to... Um, trans rights uh, and tra um, is just as powerful as sticking our head in the sand and, and, and just forgetting about it or trying to? There's a conversation to be had as well and or rather an angle that we could take. 
Yep. Where, let's say she's thinking that, uh, I think this is what Jesse said as well, that we are playing this game in support of her views. Obviously not the case. I don't know where, no. how she would even come to that, but let's assume yep. that she is. Yep. There's an argument to be made and a brilliant angle that people will enjoy this game and love it and still say, no, fuck you, you're still a terrible person. I feel like that would be an even harsher sting to her yeah. than completely just not, like, you know, uh, not playing it, even though you really fucking want to. Yeah, play the game and don't change your views or your morals whatsoever. Yep. I like that stance a lot. That, and that's that's my stance. And I think that's the stance of many people. Now, please, give me, let me be very clear about this. Hold up. Put up your hands. These guys who are coming out and saying, I'm going to buy eight copies of Hogwarts Legacy and fuck all you guys that told me I shouldn't play this and da 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 da. That is not the way. These people that are jumping on Twitter and, and, and threatening JK's life and like saying they're going to rape and kill her, that also is not the way. Hate like, doesn't mitigate hate. Like You can't come at someone with more hate. That's how you get in this position. Exactly. It's, you become, it becomes this echo chamber. It's like I'm not it's saying that whatsoever. Sisyphean. Think, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think that us actively saying i'm not gonna play this game because fuck anyone that plays it is the right thing i also think that there's a very large community of those same people that are saying fuck this game all that sort of stuff who have bought the game and will play it and not tell their mates is that not like me actively buying from jeff bezos and amazon no, despite 100%. knowing all the stuff that amazon do but I continue to do, support the company because I like what they have. They make my life easier. Wait, Obi, do you know off the cuff uh, what other games Avalanche... Uh, Avalanche Entertainment is the uh, entertainment? I don't know. But the company... Yeah, what, what else have they made? I think they made Just Cause or Just Cause. So... So... Uh, you, you're wrong. Oh, Am I? Avalanche, Avalanche Software is only currently making Hogwarts Legacy. That's that's weird. That that, that uh, the thing like they could just be like a uh, a renamed kind of studio off of a bigger studio. What? Yeah. So, so from what I understand, Avalanche Studio is software. This this company, um, the other Avalanche that you're maybe thinking about is. Avalanche Studios Group, which created, um, uh, here we go. Uh, they're bringing out Contraband, Ravenbound, Second Extinction, Call of the Wild, Generation Zero, Rage Two. That's a that's a whole nother studio Rage? game. Yeah, yeah. Holy shit. Okay, but uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. My so so yeah. my understanding is. Avalon Software is basically the entire business right now is is riding on Hogwarts Legacy. Uh, they it's a branch of of Warner Brothers, and basically, if the game fails, which I hate to tell anyone out there, it ain't gonna fail. It isn't. It's uh, it's gonna be like well, I, even, he, he, even the he, worst he movies what I, have has, made ahead he, of the box has, office. 
here's my prediction. I'm probably giving away the cow without the milk uh, for free uh, on this one. The Qatar World Cup effect will, will, will take place. What do I mean by that? Leading up to the World Cup in Qatar, everyone and their granny was on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram talking about uh, the 9,000 plus people that lost their lives building the stadiums, um, the atrocities that have happened in Qatar because of the, the corruption, all that shit. And the second, the absolute second, they kicked that ball, all forgotten. The World Cup final, which is the only game I watched of the World Cup, was arguably the greatest World Cup final that's ever existed in FIFA history. Those are facts. Damn. Okay. Um <laughs> three three. It was it was it was wild. Okay. Penalties. As well. Um yeah. penalties, the works. I normally hate penalties, but when you actually watch the game, you understand why there were penalties. Wow, why do you hate penalties? It's just so cool. Yeah, because they feel like a bit of a cop out. Like I mean no, no, this is the they're, problem they're with great soccer. for us, for the viewers. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but this, not really this is the problem a measure of skill for like yeah. <laughs> This is the problem. I think Saka's name. Uh, anyway, I'm just ostracized another another demographic. <laughs> anyway, um, coming back to, coming back to the original point was, uh, if you know, there's gonna be a large group of people who have who have vilified people like myself online, who are like actively targeting. I can't follow you. I can't this and that. All that sort of stuff. And that's fine. I'm, I'm fully prepared for that. Fully prepared. Um, I guarantee a lot of those people have been playing the game in secret. You know, it's something um, my wife said, and I love her. I love her to bits, and she's probably the smartest person I know. But she said, "Well, what if she just, you know, I wish she just kept her mouth shut." And I'm like, "No, no, I want to know who these people are. I want to know who I'm buying from." But, but look, perfect example. But but I get it. Like uh, yeah, yeah. If, if like if I had uh, very shameful views, the yeah. last thing I'm gonna do is look for friends on Twitter. Like <laughs> you know, like That's I'm uh, I'm fucking keeping that shit to myself. Not saying I do. Like holy shit, I'm POC. I'm like very left leaning. In yeah. fact, all the way fucking left leaning. Um, I'm not gonna. No, man. Like, uh, I'm just not going to fucking do it. I didn't know she was bored. In fact, we spoke about this, too. Yep. There's a definite trend of um, older people in the yep. public space who have a voice, who have, like, millions of followers. And yep. they usually take this stance where they have a very polarizing stance and they need people to hear it towards the end of their career. So we've seen about J.K., uh, we've seen it with uh, Marseille at the Spets. We've seen it with uh, shit, man. Like name name an old white person, like hundred percent. They're gonna like put some um, shit online. Pop, Papa John, pa uh, the yo Papa Poppy, John, Papi John, yeah, Papi John. <laughs> um, it is our choices, Harry, that show what we truly are more than our abilities. Elvis Dumbledore. I think the fact. That we are able to make choices and we are able to to um not justify those choices shows often more about who we are than um what we are capable of like 
the ability for for Amazon and Bezos and and Elon and all these guys to end world hunger and and like fix a lot of society is huge. Their choice to not <laughs> says more about them than their ability, right? Uh, I I know that paints me into a corner because like I have the ability to not play the game, but I really want to. So I've made that choice. Yeah. Like like uh um. Like Stacey Henley has said, I've made that choice, but I don't think it's 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 fair to say, well, because I've made that choice, I am transphobic, and um, you know, to your example, uh, if I have a friend who who who's trans and like they take offense to the fact that I'm playing this game, it's going to be a very hard situation for me. But again, I don't have a trans person in my life. But, who but I can t- turn to. But, but that's... Uh, so, wait, wait. So, if you did have three trans would people be, in your life, how would you I would, attack I would this? be having this conversation with them. That's I would, I would be, the best I'd be fucking having, answer. That is the only answer. I'd be having this conversation with them. That is the that's only why, fucking answer. Yeah. yeah. I'd be having this conversation with them and trying to understand from them. It's the same way that when uh, BLM happened, I reached out to my friends of color and said, said to them, I was like, hey, guys, um... I want you to know that I'm not a perfect person, that I've done and said things in the past um, that I am embarrassed about. Um, but understand, I want you to know I'm an ally and that if ever there's a situation that I make you uncomfortable or I say something that makes you uncomfortable, I need you to call me out on it and know that. Mm. I am not going to take it from a, a space of um, uh, offense. I'm going to take it from a space of ignorance and learning. I, I, I've i always been that kind of person. I think coming from South Africa, uh, you are forced into these uncomfortable situations. You are forced into these uncomfortable conversations. Um, I'm very happy to have those uncomfortable conversations. And I'm happy to have those uncomfortable debates. A bullet or, or what's it, the right term it, I'm looking for? Uh, I get what you're saying. You're saying that you playing this game is not going to solidify you as being like a transphobe. No, I think uh, me playing this game is, is, is not going to be anywhere near the biggest challenge the trans community is going to face or people like me playing this game. Um, I don't think, I think this is a targeted exercise of well you know jk is a piece of shit so let's go after this thing that she has nothing to do with and she has nothing to do with this game the 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 creators of the game straight up said she hasn't even been in to offer notes on anything that they've they've done um right this is very important because we spoke about this uh earlier as well um as far as lore goes and everything this is a fresh start right this is a fresh take because now we're back in the 1800s in harper's let's say that is the setting um i don't believe or maybe she has like no scratch notes or whatever sketch notes about uh what life was like back in the 1800s in the wizarding world but she hasn't yeah so exactly so i believe that avalanche has pretty much written fresh copy for uh, so, this situation, you know, even even going as far as 
Now, you can argue they did this as a reaction or announced they did it as a reaction. You, you, I can definitely see the arguments both sides, but Avalanche have brought in a the ability to be a trans character in the game. Um, but as you've said, how they execute that, if it's just a skin, then that ain't good. Yes. That ain't good enough. Yes, because we spoke about this off camera like a long time ago as well. Um, it's going to take a lot more than just offering like a trans option in a character select screen to satiate, you know, like, or even justify like that they're yep. actually listening to the community. Now, yep. but the thing is like, um, I think... And yeah, just I, sorry, I want... just to expand on uh, just to expand on that. I think what you what, what you mentioned, I think is really important. Is um, you know, it, do, do the other NPCs, if you identify as a man, yes. but look like a woman, do they address you? Look like a woman, and is it, like the woman who's transitioned. Sorry, 100%. do, do they add uh, do they address options? you in the right sex? Yes, you know what I mean. Yes, do they use the right pronouns? Do they? Yep. Do, do they treat you the right way? Because you'd have to bring in. Well, I don't, I don't think you'd have to bring in people that can re-record uh, voice dialogue kind of stuff. I don't, you really don't. It, it's, it's it doesn't matter switch. because, yeah. yeah, yeah, you just, it's like, okay, cool, that person identifies as a uh, um, she, whatever. Um, oh, you know what? You would. Yep. You would because um, uh, they, them pronouns. I don't know if they have they, them. I don't know. I think mm. they could be. And I think it would okay. be, it, it could be something as easy as, don't use pronouns in the game. You just identify as, <laughs> hey, Hagrid. Hagrid went here. I don't know where Hagrid went. You can imagine, you know I mean? like, uh, like after the fallout and, like, when they have to, like, actually put those in and they do it, like, shoddy, like, oh. <laughs> it's oh, just, well, like, one of those where, bad like Where did Obi they, go? Oh, uh, do, do, do. Uh, they <laughs> went to the forest. <laughs> Jesus. Ah, oh, fuck. I was going to join yeah, them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would be so, so yeah, stupid listen, but yeah l l listen i hope i hope they've, they've taken it that far they've, they've they've identified the pronouns correctly and all that sort of stuff See, that's right. the thing i, I want yeah. them to do more than just have that like yeah. a like a thing in the character select i want them to yeah. actually like redesign this entire fucking thing to yeah. kind of cater to like you know the non-binary and like uh yeah. transsexuals and everybody yeah. again this is a game set in 1850 right i'm not saying Please don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that, uh, you know, trans people and all that sort of stuff only just appeared today. No, you know, in the last 20 years. I mean, uh, the great Greek philosophers of the time believed that. The, um, the binary is they, a modern convention. Yeah. They were like, everyone's like, yes, but, you know, men and women and this and that. Okay. Um, as an example, uh, Greek philosophers and, and like Greek um, uh, politicians back in the day would always say that the only way to only men could truly feel love. Uh, women were only there purely to make more babies. And the only way that another, uh, that a man could truly make love was to have sex with another man, because that's, it's the only way that they could understand that. And women cannot understand that, that emotion, that range of emotion. Um, yeah. So if, if the Greek guys are feeling that way back in the day, I guarantee there are a couple of trans people back then, people who were born um, 
physically as a woman or yeah you know as as a man and but you know identify and felt that they were the the opposite uh Um, let's not also not uh bring up uh, goddess worship which was so prevalent back then before abrahamic religions and all that but anyway that's a that's a topic for like another time because i could fucking go on about this (laughs) (laughs) goddess Athena, baby um yeah so the 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 thing is like um there's a lot the the game is gonna have to do to you know and i identify the fact that warner brothers took a while to respond to jk um but they've really kind of stressed over several times that she's had no involvement with this game again she's already been paid for the ip she will make some royalties from that game um one could argue that you know if i counted the amount i paid for the game into a community that looks after the trans community does that not mitigate that issue you just gave me a, I, it, yeah, I mean that's such a good fucking <clears throat> point what it, like I, I feel like anyone buying the game should actually yeah. do that so what if what if i put a timer on the game on my stream that every half an hour hey check out mermaids out of um, the uk it's an organization that looks after trans people absolutely um, you should do that you know what i mean so i'll be i'll be doing all that sort of stuff um but I don't want it to feel disingenuous. Again, you know, coming back to the, if I had three trans friends, I'd have them on this podcast. No offense to you, but you know, the thing that becomes glaringly obvious, and I'm sure anybody listening to this podcast probably shouting at me right now is like, and if they, if your friend felt strongly against you playing this game, would you still play it? I mean, it would be a hard, it would be a really hard decision for me. Yeah, I think I'd be able to sit down with that person and, and try to at least, mm. um, mm make them understand it's like not make them try to get them to understand my position and why this game and everything means that much to me and again i don't i don't think me with an average of six followers or anyone really for that matter you know millions of followers playing this game and talking about how jk is wrong for everything she said will go against the fact that playing this game won't go against the fact that playing this game makes you a transfer. Like, I don't see that. If you had Tim the Tapman viewing 65,000 people uh, a minute playing Hogwarts Legacy, going like, trans people are real people, trans rights are real rights, does that not hurt her message more? No, that's that's the point I brought before. The fact that, like, people streaming and playing this game who don't change their standpoint on how much of a turf she is and everything yep. like that, you know? I think that would sting harder for her than anything else. Cause, yep. Yeah, because, like, man, can you imagine? You put out this little thing, and, like, you're sitting, like, hoity-toity on your, like, your ivory fucking throne. Yep. And, uh, like, the the results come in, whatever, the reviews and all this stuff, and people are still, like, pro-trans? Man, that would fucking yeah. suck for her. Yeah, that would, that would suck a lot. And I think that's going to happen. I think it's already happening. You, you got to remember, just for me, I think um, the right has such a loud voice. There's a um, there is a well known. It's it's like Stockholm syndrome, but for for ignorant people, it's called the old Dunning Kruger effect. Of course, the the illusion that you're so smart and illustrious, and you really aren't 
but you're lost in yourself and you believe it's true. Yeah, 100%, dude. And I think that there's a lot of that happening on the right. There's a lot of that happening uh, on Twitter. And the amount of times I've gone into debates, quote unquote, um, with uh, people on the alt-right and they just regurgitate the same talking points and you literally like scratch at the talking point and it falls apart uh, because they just like, somebody's like, here's what you say to this person about this and this is what you say to the person about that and that's, I'm going to beat my drum. Show me your sources. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I did my own research. Oh really, how many doctors did you have? What was the scientific method you used? Well, you know, were, all these they kinds pre of things. were they peer reviewed? <laughs> oh shit dude you know i just it, it's it, it's it's crazy it is absolutely insane yeah i think i think that you know i come back to this game failing and whatnot it is still currently number one on steam it's gonna do it's, fucking amazing it's gonna we do incredibly well this. everybody knows it. it's gonna it's, dude, this is like if the lord of the rings came out and like did like a proper fucking game Yep. right now like you're gonna yep. get all of these guys out of the off uh, like out of the woodworks who are gonna play it no matter like yep. even if tolkien was an asshole like you're still gonna get yep. people playing it i'm glad you brought up tolkien because one of the one of the talking points a lot of people target at is like well you know um she she's a transphobe and there are other reasons to to not like harry potter there's another re there's other reasons to not like uh the universe such as the representation of certain other sub communities within the Harry Potter ah, books yes. and movies. Um, you know, the, the, the constant trope about the fact that the, uh, the goblins at Gringotts were a representation of the Jews. Um, the fact that the only, well, the only, um, character of character in, of Asian descent. Get him. In the book was uh, Cho Chang. Two surnames. Um, two yeah, surnames. Two, two surnames. Although, I did send you a voice note the other day with a guy who works out at MIT who had two surnames and it was uh, Asian, Asian doctorate. Look. Look. Uh, hey. Uh, hey. We, we spoke listen, about this. It happened. Look. We've spoken about this and I think it, it, it's merited. You, you, you have a book that is designed for children. Uh, if you don't know the Harry Potter books and the way they were written, this seems kind of weird. Um, the, everyone's like, yeah, there was a definite shift in the tone from like uh, pre, I would say Order of the Phoenix was the first time we really saw people dying and all that sort of stuff. It was because JK was like, yeah, because my kids have gotten older and I've been writing these books for kids. You, It's hard to un, to explain the subtleties to a 10 year old or an eight year old about hey it's okay for an asian person to have the name john smith because they grew up in the uk or they grew up in ireland or they grew up in in the uk the us um kids at eight years old and again we can talk about nature versus nurture um it it just went to like a name that was being used the argument i say argument the example i used with you vela was like well, if the director was a person of color, would that would that then be okay? Uh, no, Chang Chi, anyone? And, and the, my response to that, when we were speaking privately about this, is that, yep. um, and I've known uh, many people of Asian descent who've come into the West. Um, they often, in fact, almost exclusively, 
change their names once they come into the West. Like I've known, uh, I've known people with a like completely like, Chinese traditional names who are now yep. Gloria's roses, you know? Yep. Uh, so like it, it stands to reason also Cho Chang is apparently Scottish. If you look back. Yeah, she was. Yeah. So like <laughs> she had a Scottish accent why? and everything. Yeah, you know, you see you see where I'm coming from, right? Yeah, no, 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 listen, I mean she she also she also research. gave a very <laughs> she also gave a very generic name to an Irishman. Uh Flanagan. Sounds Famous, like a bag of chips. Seamus uh Finnegan. Seamus Finnegan. Finnegan. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. And also, dude, I mean, come on. Like the, what pissed me off the most? The one Indian character. You could have done me so, a solid, JK. You fucking alliterize your name on top of that as well. Parvati it's Patel. True. I didn't know a single Parvati in my life. I, I literally if, don't. And also Patel, the most common used name aside from Khan for a white writer to put in their like their body of work. Unless they were uh, from South Africa, it would be Naidu, bro. Yeah, there you go. Okay, fine. Yeah, yeah, dude. If there was a South African wizard in the visiting world, I would have been right with you if they named them yeah. Naidu. Yeah. Listen, uh, it, it, uh, is it a far reach to to have a well-known turf also be a racist and a bigot? Yeah, I mean that's not a. It's sorry, it's not it's a far not a reach. Far reach. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's not. It's not a far reach. I mean, yeah, see, leopard, look, look, leopard spots, all this and that. Again, I, uh, for this specific case, I don't think mm-hmm. she's being racist or anything like that. I think she's just being ignorant. Yes. Yeah, I want to, uh, like, that's what I want to go at. It's like, you know, it, it, I think the example you use would be like, uh, if it was an American character, it'd be Huckleberry Mac, McRib. <laughs> or something like that. Like, yeah. no, it would probably be John Smith. I mean, it wouldn't, like, it would probably be a John Smith, 100%. right? Yeah, yeah. Um, yes. It, it, came, it came from a point of ignorance. It all, you know, I want to believe it also came from a, a point of, like, these are six-year-old children we're talking about here. Like you know, um, and yeah, it, it, it's it's a tough one. It really is a tough no, one. No, I'll concede uh, that the the, go- the 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 goblin thing. Now that's that's, that's a whole nother. That's animal. on the nose, dude. And I don't. And, it's and not though. I'm, I'm not even making a pun there. It, it <laughs> it's not though. Like goblins for for centuries in the law of law of goblins world of warcraft have always been greedy little fuckers who've always gone after gold and all that sort of stuff i mean dragons well known for going after gold until the nazis really kind of came around and 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 associated goblins with jews now all of a sudden it's like okay well anyone that uses a goblin are they clearly they're clearly jews i'm like if they were now hoarding diamonds uh, like that'd be a little bit more on the nose like you know antwerp uh the jewish community there is huge let's not, with the let, let's not eh? also forget that uh dracula as well is very anti-semitic is he yeah yeah so uh vampires in general were seen as well Jew, jewish people because it would suck the blood out really? of yeah yeah you can there's uh many texts about this and stuff and i've actually spoken oh, to yes. like jewish people about this and they recommended me uh, vampire stories written by Jewish people, which are awesome. far better. But uh, yep. yeah, so that's another thing to kind of consider if you're going go. down this particular rabbit yeah, hole. Yeah. <laughs> so, so this is this is you know a bit of a detour about you know some of the the anti Hogwarts, anti Harry Potter rhetoric. Uh, 
rhetoric's maybe not the right word. No, we're offering parallels. Um, parallels that people people are drawing and you know rationales people are trying to make on why i shouldn't play this game or why i shouldn't read this book or why i shouldn't care about this series simply put um uh jesse earl i think rep like put this pretty articulately for me it's like you're not a bad person if you want to play hogwarts legacy many trans people themselves are planning to buy the game despite their justified anger towards rowling Yet the important thing is to not condemn the game and renounce your love for Harry Potter. It is to wrestle the complexity of it and decide for yourself. Trans people don't get to ignore the pain the franchise has become intensely inextricably linked to. And those who wish to care for them shouldn't get to do so either. Many will ignore this article and others like it in order to turn a blind eye to the harm done and seek absolution for their choice in buying the game. Guys, I'm not seeking, trying to seek absolution here. I'm trying to find a middle ground that I can still enjoy a world and a universe that has proven time and time again that it is not about these things that people want to target. It's not about the the, te the teachings, if you will, to sound biblical here, of Harry Potter and their fights and their, their wars and the losing of their loved ones is flies in the face of everything people like JK Rowling and those who have like uh, rallied behind her, it, it, it absolutely goes against everything that she stands for. And that's what makes this whole thing so frustrating. I agree, 100%. Um, well, uh, my take on it, and also I never actually uh, spoke about where, what I'm doing with the game. Yeah. Um, I'm actually, I'm, I'm not going to play it, uh, but for different reasons. I kind of fell off of Harry Potter a long, very long time ago. I think it was around the time the movie started coming out. Um, yep. Not because I grew out of it. I mean, yeah, you know what? Maybe there's a semblance of truth there. But I, I found something else to kind of occupy my time. So uh, Harry Potter had a very large impact. In fact, we should get into this as well. Um, look, around like after Harry Potter... And I'll say this as well. Uh, Harry Potter not only was a way to kind of get like kids reading, but also a great parenting tool because, you know, moms yeah. and dads and moms and moms and dads and dads uh, didn't have to kind of worry about the kids. Oh, they're upstairs. They're reading that, uh, that, that, yeah. that, uh, who, who, who you patter book or whatever. They're, they're upstairs. They're, you know, they're getting yeah. the reading on. So like, that's good. That like, made them feel good. Made the kid like learn new words. Um, yeah. yeah. But the thing is, I fell into the next trend and the next trend and the next trend. Like after Harry yep. Potter, it was Pokemon for the longest time. And then it was Counter-Strike and sometimes like in tandem. So yep. I, I kind of like went off of like, you know, that blame my ADHD. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I went into like a lot of other stuff. Now, the question I'm going to ask myself. Yes. Because, oh, but you and I are gamers. We love video yes. games. You know? Yes. Am I going to play it on the merit of it being a video game and also a part of obviously like huge pop culture? This will go down in history as one of the most controversial yep. fucking releases in cyberpunk. Um, yep. Am I going to play it on those merits? I don't know. Really, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen when it comes out because mm. I'm in a very unique position where I'm very undecided. So for me to not play it on the morals that it's going to harm my trans friends, sure, absolutely. For me, it's easy. I can give it up. I don't yeah. have to play it. 
Yep. Um, I may play a demo. I may do like I, I don't I don't know. I really I really don't fucking know at this point. But it's easier. But my point is is that it's easier mm-hmm. for me to give it up, um, because I wasn't really enamored or it wasn't a huge as huge a part of my childhood as let's say Obi was. So Obi yep. here is in a very is in an infinitely harder position than I am. So I think like listeners, like you need to like take that into account as well. Obi and I are both very, very fucking pro trans rights, pro LGBT rights, pro POC rights. Like we run the fucking gamut. We are left as fuck. Yeah. But the reason for this episode is because, and the only reason like Obi wanted to do this episode is because he's in a very difficult position because this was a huge part of your life, man. Yeah. Yeah, look, I mean, it's 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 a tough one because you know um, the arguments can always be made. They're like, you know, uh, you uh, am I going to play this game because it's a good game, right? One could argue um, there are tons of RPG games out there with um, magical um, abilities and 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 the ability to like learn spells and live in a rich environment um and i never really got into those games i'm 100 percent just getting into this game because it's harry potter i played every single other harry potter game that that came out from playstation 1 upwards uh even the lego ones like um it's it's something that is ingrained in, in you know a hu- huge huge part of my my life and my my culture in the sense of um I don't mean my my culture as a human being, but like my defined yeah defining of who I am. I just don't know if um if I would be able to. I just don't know if I'd be able to bring myself to not play this game. And you know what? It That's might valid. happen that it, it might happen that uh, I get ten hours into this game, I'm like fuck, this is a piece of shit. Um, and then I've done all this thing for no reason. But isn't that really my choice? No, no, no. That's just... but uh, um, it, That's based on the merit of a video game, not the content, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. Um, you know, um, it's it's such a... It's such a difficult one. And I don't think yeah. that I'm... Um, again, it's easier for me to make this choice to play this game and not because I am not a trans person. I don't have trans people in my life, whether I know it or not. And maybe I do. Um, and I really hope that those people would, would reach out to me and, you know, give their side of their opinion, like a balance. I want, I want a, you know, <laughs> a, um, academic opinion, not a, Oh, you're a piece of shit for this and that. Like uh, if, well- if you come out and say that, like, yeah, I'm gonna be like, okay, cool, dude. That's 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 great. Enjoy. A well-founded opinion. In fact, yeah, uh, yeah, I yeah, think yeah. Now is a good point to say, um, or rather, a good time to say that uh, if you are trans and if you're watching this right now, reach out, reach out to us in the comments. We might have gotten yep. a lot of things wrong, you yep. know. But the the point is that we're willing to learn, yep. absolutely, and change. Yeah, and you know, I just don't think that you know. Um, the, playing this game is 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 the big hill for a lot of us to die on. I think there are bigger challenges 
facing the trans community. I think there are bigger things that people like myself can do to help the trans community. And I'd be very open to that. Um, I think what is more powerful for someone like me is to when people around me uh, speak out against trans people, uh, non-binary, that I speak up for them, that I address those issues head on. Like I, like I do in my chat, like I do online as much as much as humanly possible. Um, again, I just don't think it's fair to tell me like, well, just get over it. Just, you know, there's other, there's other literature that's far better written. Somebody once said to me on Twitter like a couple of years ago, I think when Hogwarts Legacy was first announced, this started creeping up. Um, literally just said to me like oh well fuck what you felt when you were a kid uh just there's other books that are much better than this and you can i was just like hmm nah, you can go nah. fuck yourself just because i like counter doesn't mean i like cod yeah yeah like it, there's there's no fucking comparison man like if, if you're into like those kind of like if you're into harry potter man like those are the stuff in that world is so distinct to harry potter you're yep. not gonna find like 70% of it in another similar medium. You yeah. just aren't. And also, let's not forget, man, like this is our childhood. And like it's been yeah. never get to like be that person in the book in four yeah, fucking yeah. K. And yeah, like just yeah. experience it. Like, man, I wouldn't take this that away sorting from hats. Yeah. Like, I don't think I would take that away from anyone. Like I really yeah. would, because oh man, that would it's suck. A, it, 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 it is a tough one, and I understand that um, you know, everything we've said for the last hour or so you know won't won't change a lot of people's opinions won't change a lot of people's views and that's not the point of this episode i think the point of this episode is to to explore the point uh, views of people like myself and to an extent yourself Vela. um uh jesse earl who again famously got an inter with jk rowling so supporting Hogwarts Legacy, a game about fighting magical fantasy bigots, isn't wrong. But ignoring its legacy and, and with an actual bigotry would be. And that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to not ignore the, the actual bigotry. I'm trying to not uh, just put, a, put to the wayside that, you know, this game has routes, uh, roots with, with the personal persons that are just the, some of the worst of society. Yeah. And... I think I am uh, smart enough and uh, able, like, capable enough to both play this game and call these things out. Use your platform against them, man. That's that's what yeah. you gotta do. And uh, you, um, on that note, as well, sorry to cut you off. No know, worries. But um, I, we spoke about this earlier as well. Um, you streaming this game is a very good thing. Now, let me uh, elucidate, because there's a lot of people on the fence about playing the game. There's a lot of yep. people who made up their mind that I'm not playing this game whatsoever out of like principle or like whatever. You're doing the world a service. I don't know about that. By showing the game to people who aren't uh, are not going to like spend money on like uh, for their own oh, reasons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From 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 that from that aspect, yes. And I'm going to be mean, using your stream personally just to see yeah. what this game is like. Yeah, yeah, hundred well. yeah. percent. So well, there you go. I welcome it. I welcome it. Um, listen, somebody, somebody, uh, uh, Dan X Tissues said to me, you know, we were discussing about this whole thing. He's like, be sure 
that you don't try or you don't come across as holier than thou and that you don't come across as somebody who is um <clears throat> trying to be better You're like oh look at me i'm better than you because i did this yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm, guys that ain't it i'm not here to do that i'm not i'm not gonna be uh i'm not trying to be on this pedestal and say i'm better than you or anything like that that's the furthest thing from what i'm trying to achieve here and i think anybody in my position is trying to achieve I think what we are we're doing is we we're talking about um we, we we're trying to like find our way through the weeds that is this chaos of, yeah. of hogwarts legacy yeah and you, I, I don't, you're playing the game <clears throat> because you enjoy the game you love the content and stuff you're yeah. not making a statement by playing the game there's no agenda here whatsoever like you know that's it's not what this uh this state this uh you playing the game is about you just want to yeah. play the game relive your childhood a little bit uh while also educating people about the dangers of being a fucking turf and what an yeah. asshole she is so yeah yeah um in my books that's perfect like it just fucking yep. works yeah so uh, no, i will say loudly that i support you playing this game <laughs> thank you i appreciate that and if i have one support that that's all that really matters to me i'll be there buddy <laughs> no, i'll be watching i'm, I'm with kidding you. I'm kidding. Um, guys, honestly, like, you know, uh, I know this is this is a heavy tub- subject and it should be. It should be a heavy topic matter and subject matter. And I think it's something that needs to be continued to be debated and, and spoken about. I think that there is um, uh, room for us to both appreciate and love the art that is created by bad people. 100%. Um, we do it as, as a society every single day. Um, transplants were a byproduct of human experiments done through um the concentration camps um we have a clockwork orange and 2001 space odyssey created by um one of the biggest bigots and and races like sorry uh, biggest pedophiles ever you know stanley kubrick um we have thriller arguably one of the greatest music videos and songs written by a well-known pedophile. There's a lot of art and a lot of creativity that has been done by people who have proven themselves to not live up to the, the thing they've created. And as a society, we've accepted those things and we've moved on with it. Um, but I think the danger with a lot of these things is we forget the history of where that stuff came from and i don't want to do that i want to i want i want to always know that yes harry potter and for all the reasons that i love it uh came from a person who just turned out to be one of the worst human beings and to quote elvis dumbledore words are not in my so humble opinion a most inexhaustible source of magic capable of both inflicting injury and remedying it. And hopefully by me speaking out, by me trying to elevate the issue can actually create progress against what JK is trying to do and still allow you to enjoy this game and enjoy this, this universe. So with that, I don't know, Vela, anything else you want to, you want to add? Yes. Um, uh, I'm just going to reiterate 
something we've said repeatedly in this episode is that, um, like Obi said, we are not from the trans community. Um, I happen to be from the LGBT community, but obviously, uh, 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 I'm not trans, basically. So I cannot authentically speak towards a lot of things that uh, are attacking the trans community with this game and JK Rowling's entire universe. If we have said anything that uh, anyone has an issue with, please reach out. Um, yep. uh, I don't want to speak for Obi, but I'm pretty sure he agrees with me. Like, Oh yeah, 100%. We're, we're willing to change. We're willing to like kind of divert and like uh, change your opinions because we've said a lot of things in the show. Like Some of them, like yeah, maybe controversial. Or, uh, I don't think we were that controversial today but if you think that we were then are you absolutely valid come at us we'll have a conversation and uh we'll change 100 percent. that's pretty much all i really wanted to say that uh we are allies and we'll stand with you forever 100 percent. so with that uh c- concludes another episode and probably the more most heaviest episode we've ever had um i hope to see you guys on the chat i hope you guys will pop around and if you if you have chosen to not buy the game and you, you still want to see what it's all about, by all means, come and come and see what, what's happening. You don't have to say anything. You can just lurk. Um, I hope to see you guys all there and, um, you know, food for thought and let's see where we go from here. Until then, my name is Obi. You take care now. Bye-bye.